Back in my day, we had good cartoons. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to PT3600, where we talk about one topic for 3,600 seconds. That is one hour. I'm freaking loud. I don't know if I am, but yes, in my headphones, are, they're really loud. <laughs> so I'm going to scoot the microphone back, or I'm going to turn down. There we go. I think we're okay now. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Okay, so anyway, we are back for PT3600, and it's just the just the regular Primal Target crew talking about this one. My name is Ryan Amore, but joining me is... Hey, it's Josh. And... Ashton. And we are going to be talking about favorite kids TV shows. And that is going to be ranging yeah. from all sorts of things, whether that be the shows that we grew up with, maybe shows that you still watch that are... I don't know. I won't judge. <laughs> yeah, I won't judge. Yeah. I won't judge. That's um, true. But, uh, but yeah. Anyway, we are going to be uh, talking about... Some of those, some of those favorite TV shows back when we were watching them as a kid, or maybe we're still watching them today. Um, so I, I don't know who who wants to take the lead on this one because I'm I, I can I can if you want to just get, throw questions out there, but I don't know if someone has like something that you want to you want to specifically talk about right now. Hmm. Uh, I mean, I have like uh, there's this creepy one that was on Cartoon Network. I'm pretty sure we're all familiar with it. Huh. It's Courage the Cowardly Dog. Courage the Cowardly Dog. Oh, Dude, yeah. I have yes. a Courage Cowardly Dog story, but but go ahead if you if you have if you want to go into detail about it. What oh, is Courage Cowardly Dog? So Courage the Cowardly Dog is basically exactly what it sounds like. Uh, the art style is a little bit. Uh, <laughs> It's a little bit creepy looking. It's mm -hmm. pretty gritty. Yeah, I, uh, but it had that '90s Cartoon Network look, though. Yeah, like the, that Hanna Barbera. Was that like a Hanna Barbera? Thick, thick black lines and like really dark contrasting Big colors. Big eyes, too. Yeah. Um, he was a pink I don't know dog. Hanna Barbera. He'd run around on his uh, on his feet like like a person. Yeah. Sometimes. Yeah. When he's trying to get away. And. <laughs> Semi anthropomorphic. He, he was with these uh, this old couple. Um, yeah, because I remember the old lady. Muriel was her name. Yeah. And then, uh, Eustace, Eustace Bag. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but creepy stuff living nowhere. It's up to Eustace to save his new home. Oh man. Yeah. So he was always uh, frightening slash intense scenes. Severe says IMDb. <laughs> oh. Severe. Yeah, I mean, there's some pretty crazy shit going on there. Like <laughs> back in the '90s, you know, there's some pretty nightmarish things they were showing yeah. to kids. Oh yeah. Original air date November twelfth, nineteen ninety nine. There yeah. you go. So yeah, tail end. Yeah, the, man. The millennium tail, end. tail end there. So yeah, because like between like '98 and like 2002, things were kind of like weird. You know, like because everybody was kind of like. Oh, it's the new millennium. Things are getting all crazy, and then we had the Y two K thing and all that, and yeah, that was like a weird time. <laughs> so yeah, dude, I just remember it being uh, like a super dark, uh, slightly comedic, you know, cartoon. It was just like usually a lot of action, but just really creepy art. Like mm -hmm. when so back when we had uh, cartoons like that, they would have a little thumbnail usually at the beginning of an episode to oh, yeah, like yeah. kind of depict how it's going to be and yeah it it was just they exaggerated the art a lot more in those thumbnails you're like oh my god what am i about to watch <laughs> so uh just so you guys know i don't want to bring the whole podcast down but the guy who played eustace did pass away in 2010 yeah, he lived to be 80, 83 years old. Damn, eighty three years I, old. That, so he was an old man when that wow. when that show was going on. So they actually cast an old guy to play an old guy. Yeah, Muriel's still alive. That's and, cool. And what's funny is they all seem to just play their characters. <laughs> yeah, they're <probably laughs> like they just play Muriel, and then they're like appearing in video games. I wonder and cartoon if their characters stuff. are modeled after those people. They're not. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, that'd be. <laughs> yeah, they're like you're just gonna be playing yourself. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, I remember. So the thing about Courage Cowardly Dog. I got a story for you here. Oh boy! This got me kicked out of a sleepover. Just so you guys yeah. know. What? So, so we were watching Courage. So, okay, so I brought over Scooby Doo Zombie Island. Okay, like I don't know if you guys DVD remember or something. Or? Um, no, this is this is 1998. Oh, okay, so still <laughs> or VHS then. This would be 1999 or 2000. It'd be 2000. Oh, okay, like because I Courage Cowardly Dog had to be out. 
Yeah, so DVDs still weren't DVDs. like a, yeah. I think it, it is but they weren't like a regular medium. At, like they were just catching. We're in the Steam, transitional period. Yeah, yeah. When did Matrix come out? Two thousand ninety nine. It did come out. Okay, so there you go. Yeah, because Matrix, Matrix was the first one on yes, DVD. Yes. Uh, or the I first remember. Big title. I remember Matrix and Black Hawk Down were like the two first DVDs that I I can recall yeah. from any DVD. Matrix ever. is definitely the one. But, anyway, but yeah. So with Courage Cowardly Log on the so. On the VHS tapes, if they were owned by Cartoon Network, what they would do is they would show you what show you're watching. It might have been just a regular Scooby Doo thing. Anyway, we're watching Scooby Doo, and at the very end, they at the very beginning of the the episode of the VHS, they're like, "Stay tuned for a sneak preview to a very exclusive." brand new show courage and cowardly dog premiering on cartoon network and they're like so we watch the end of scooby-doo and they show courage cowardly dog and it's return the slab episode which is the scariest courage cowardly dog there is i don't know if you remember this one do you remember this so return the slab oh so so the whole premise of this episode was courage is uh i can't remember what how they find the tablet but they find this piece of tablet and um eustace says that it's his now and they have three plagues on them they're just little shapes hieroglyphics one is like locust the other one is another thing and the other one's another thing and uh all of a sudden, this like 3D rendered guy shows up, and he's like, he just shows up in the in the middle of the uh, of of the middle of nowhere, and he's just like looking out at them, and he's like, to use this, return the slab, yeah. and Eustace was stubborn, so he'd be like, no, I'm not giving it, <laughs> and so the whole episode is Courage trying to get the slab back so he can return it to the guy, so he can go and leave. Anyway, we were like, so in 2000, I was in first grade, and uh, yeah, it was like, they they just, I, I kept telling everyone, I'm like, oh, dude, I think he might be outside, I think he, and it, it scared the house, the kids that I was staying with so bad that they woke up their parents, and then I had to go home. Damn. Oh, man. Yeah. I'm going to turn on this fan so we have ambient noise, because it's really quiet. There we go. I don't know if you guys have that where you're like talking and then all of a sudden there's no sound and it just like, do you have that? No? Okay. I I do for some reason. Where when the voices stop, it just goes like, shh. No, it it does that woom sound. Mm -hmm. Anyway, it's it's only happening to me. It's like, it's it's not in my headphones. Because I can't (laughs) hear. It's not in my head. (laughs) Well, I can't. It is in my head. I can't hear anything else but what's going through my headphones. So when there's no sound, it's just shocking. Anyway. So Courage Cowardly Dog, that's my story with it. I got kicked out of the a sleepover because of that. So. Bummer. Yeah, but it was fun. It was it was crazy. That still to this day like gets me uneasy watching that episode. Oh yeah, Return oh, the Slab. And I and it, like I saw a meme on Facebook where it's like all these kids are worried about Momo, but they, they didn't really they didn't fuck with Courage Cowardly Dog, and it's that episode. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, oh man, it's still scary. I always love seeing cosplays of. Uh... What what's the old lady's name again? Muriel. Muriel. Um, yeah, because I always see cosplays of her in the at like comic with one boot on. That's pretty. Yeah, funny. it's <laughs> like yeah. Usually, people, I'll see it on Instagram and stuff all the time. That's pretty funny. Um, what about you, Josh? What's a what's a kids show that you watched? Oh, okay. Um, well, the first one I thought of was. Uh, was Power Rangers. Nice. <laughs> so, I did not watch Power Rangers as a kid. So, yeah, like Power Rangers started when I was a kid, and okay. that was back in like 1992 or 93. I can't remember exactly when, but uh, I do remember watching it on like Saturday mornings at 7.30 before I'd go to elementary school. And <clears throat> mainly, so I stopped watching after like the sixth or seventh season, which was like the end of the Zordon arc, essentially. And uh, so you watched Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Ninety three, you're correct. Okay, cool. Yeah, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers for the first three seasons, and then I believe it was Zeo Turbo in space, and then Lost Galaxy, and then uh, so those are essentially the ones that I. That has mild profanity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I just, I just remember loving mild that show. Sex and nudity. I, what? <laughs> I wonder. If I need that, to go back and watch it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. I wonder if that was when like Lord, Lord Zed and, and Rita Repulsa were getting married and they were always like 
talking all sweet to each other and stuff like that. That's probably what they're referring to. And there was like relation. Tommy the Green Ranger slash yeah. White Ranger. Spoiler. Uh, and Kimberly issues. the Pink yes. Ranger on yes. a romantic relationship. But yeah. nothing you wouldn't see in a children's show. Right. Oh like they God. basically just hang out. Like I don't even think they hold hands like maybe one or two times in the episode. <laughs> Lord Zed's appearance but... is that of a skinless humanoid yes. with a mineral with, with a brain. minimal amount of armor. You can see his brain and he's basically wearing like like it, it's literally a metal jock strap with like some rib cage metal things and he wears like a visor. Um what the hell? Yeah, yeah. It's like the villains were really weird. But <laughs> alcohol, drugs, or smoking. None. This is a children's show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't I'm trying to think if they ever had an episode that dealt with like drug abuse or anything. They they definitely not. dealt with bullying because of bulk and skull, you know. But uh, but yeah, I just remember that show was really cool when I was a kid. I remember watching it a lot. Um, Here's a fun fact for you, Josh. In huh. the original Japanese footage, the Yellow Ranger was male. Oh, I this is knew that. why yep. Pink Ranger has a skirt, yep. but Yellow doesn't. Yes, because the original Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, which is based off uh, like Sen Goku Ranger or something like that in Japan, like they have like 30 iterations. That one's still going in over in Japan. We're like 10 years behind on all of our like uh, what do you call it the tran- transfers or whatever like because originally it was back in the 80s in japan they filmed it and then they brought it over here to america filmed some new scenes and like spliced it all together so all the japanese footage is still the mighty Morphin power rangers whereas the hue like the teenagers and stuff that's all american footage and so they were speaking english so yeah so in in the particular version that was with the dinosaurs the yellow ranger was a dude and i always wondered that when i was a kid and i never realized that and then it was like oh wait like that one was a guy the entire time. It totally makes sense. And then when you see like the girls in future Rangers episodes, they all have skirts. So it's like, oh, okay. Um, and then the girl who played the Yellow Ranger in the original uh, Twee Trang, I think her name was, or something like that. She died in a car accident like in early two thousand. Yeah, yeah, the original yeah. Yellow Ranger. Yeah. yeah. So, did but, you ever did you ever play the the Power Rangers game on the Nintendo sixty four? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I played because uh, I played some of the Super Nintendo ones. I played the one on the sixty four, and I think they had a couple after that that I might have dabbled into. But I remember the one I remember mostly was the Super Nintendo one, where it was like kind of like a fighting game, like Street Fighter, but with like the Zords and the monsters and stuff like that. Um, I just remember it was it was fun, but it was so terrible. Yeah, like yeah. even then it was bad. <laughs> yeah, most most of those uh, like Fox Kids TV shows are terrible ABC. video games and ABC. Well, they switched over to ABC yeah. at some point, but originally they were on Fox. Yeah, it was like Fox from like '93 until like. Yeah, that's why uh, the Power Rangers actually had an appearance at Walt Disney World for a while. Yeah, cause, and then they took them away because the Power Rangers were owned by Saban for like the first like seven to ten seasons or something. Then it went to ABC for a little while, and then I believe Saban now owns the rights again. They own them again. Yes. Yeah, so it's like there's like ten seasons or so before, and then ten seasons of Disney. And then now they're back to because I want to say there's like give or take like twenty some odd seasons now because Jeez. it's been running since '93. So and they've done one like every well, year. Well, they they do consider them different shows. Just so you know. Well, well, they're not. Yeah, the only continuity is between seasons one through seven. Then every con- every single season after that is not technically continuity, but they do have episodes where they cross. Like the the Forever Red episode had every single Red Ranger up to that point which was in, like, season Whoa. 16 or something. Yeah, and so, like, Tommy came back as, like, the Red Zeo Ranger. Oh, my um, God. And then uh, What's-His-Face the, the came back. The 2019 one is called Power Rangers Beast Morphers. Oh, yeah, they're getting terrible. Oh, like, boy. I really don't like a lot of the newer iterations. They're just not as good. Um, Mighty Morphin and then, Power And Tommy's Ranger. been in, like, four different series already because he was in Mighty Morphin all the way up through until Turbo. Power and then, Rangers Ninja Steel. And then he came back for um, the di- another dinosaur one. I can't remember what it was, but he was like the black brontosaurus ranger or some shit. It, yeah, it was really weird. What? And, yeah. Wow, this has an 8.9. And, and now Power Rangers Beast Morphers? This, this is my favorite part about this whole thing is that Tommy, the guy who plays Tommy, still, he like to this day is like, I'm Tommy. Like, I'm part of the Power Rangers. And right now they're running a whole comic series where he's known as Lord. Or Draken, where essentially he combined his white and green ranger powers and he's killing all the Power Rangers oh to, to take God. over the Morphin Grid. Dude, it, it the comics are like super violent and there's like bloodshed and death and killing. Oh my, yeah, it's, dude, we need that. Yeah, <laughs> it's pretty crazy. Like, and and I don't know if they're 
gonna adapt that into a show or an anime or uh, anything probably like that. the movie but Put that shit on hbo but, yeah well, no they do the movie <laughs> but they, they're making another movie of Power Rangers? Yeah, they made the Power Rangers movie back in 2006. Well, no, but I'm talking about that that not like that. But I know you were saying though is like add more like violence which they did in the more oh, grittier. Oh, but I'm, t- I'm talking about major in, motion in the context movie. of the Lord Dragon yeah. stuff. Yeah. Like no. not not necessarily the reboot which they came out with a few years ago. Yeah. No, but uh, they did yeah. yeah, they like upgraded it to be a little bit more like gritty and stuff, but mm. uh but yeah, as far as like the like just in the idea of like what's Tommy or what he's doing right now, you know. I think there's like it's like way even more way violent than that oh, one man. was. So like curb stomping people. And- <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. He's like chopping people's head off with with oh Saba my and God. like yeah. There's like blood and he's killed a bunch of the Rangers, like the old Rangers and stuff like that. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Like. And then, and at one point, he even dressed in the costume and like filmed a little short for like two minutes and stuff. And like the Pink Ranger was hanging out with him. And then I, I don't know who else was with him, but, but yeah, it's 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 he's still like just hamming it up when it comes to being the White Ranger. Damn, when they start putting that stuff, yeah, I'll, I'll watch again. Yeah, like. yeah. <laughs> so, ho- hopefully they'll uh, they'll come up with something good because I like if they're coming up with a sequel to like the more the rebooted continuity or whatever. Hopefully it'll be like more violent that'd be sweet yeah what about you ryan um well a show that i i watched as a kid was uh was rugrats Rugrats on nickelodeon i was a uh nickelodeon and uh cartoon network kid uh just because like disney channel didn't really have a lot of the shows that i watched yeah that was before they had like really good cartoons yeah and the thing (laughs) was is like in idaho they didn't have them lined up next to each other like how they do in washington like because in washington state our kids shows are like nickelodeon disney and cartoon network are all next to each other they're oh. like 40 41 and 42 yep yeah like, those yep. are the three cha- if you have comcast are, is nickelodeon 42 no, no cartoon network is oh okay because and then disney was is 41 but the thing is is like when you have direct tv and you live in idaho they're all on separate ends of the whole goddamn place so you watched one or the other. And so I watched a lot of Nickelodeon and uh, Toon Disney. So if I watched Disney, it was Toon Disney. Um, and even those shows, I don't even remember. Uh, but like like Gargoyles, I watched Gargoyles. Oh, Gargoyles. yeah, I remember Gargoyles. Gargoyles. But yeah, I didn't watch. Yeah, that was a I didn't, I, I, You can't even ask me what happened in that show. I knew it was on, All I know but I was way too young to know what the hell was happening. Thanatos yeah. and this steel clan. Yeah, exactly. There you go. <laughs> There you go. Um, I'll probably go back and watch it now and enjoy yeah. it. The show's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it was gritty for uh, Toon Disney. Anyway, yeah. so for Rugrats, though, is um, I have another story about Rugrats. Is that when. So I'm going to bring it down a little bit, but I'll, I'll just bear with me here. So um, my grandma, Karis, uh, she, she was diagnosed with cancer. Uh, and when what happened is she lost her hair like normal cancer patients do um and uh because of that i'm like i'm like maybe three or four and so i always said that she looked like tommy oh my and god. Uh, why is that oh my god she actually found it funny and so <laughs> she found it funny and she watched rugrats with me and i would always watch that show with her and um i'm three okay so if you want to hate comment me like whatever <laughs> but anyway i always said that and uh you know, it, it, Rugrats was still going on, and uh, unfortunately, she did pass away uh, when I was still young. But the thing was, is we had that kind of connection just with watching Rugrats, and it, it was a great show. Like it was just literally, it was just a fun show. Um, now, when you started watching it, was this af- before or after Dill was born? I watched it before. Okay, I watched I, when Rugrats aired. Yeah. Well, okay, because that was one of like the first Nicktoons. It was Rugrats, Doug, and Rin and Stippy. So I was just curious because I think that all started in like ninety three, ninety four. Rugrats. Oh wow, it's nineteen ninety. Oh, even earlier. Oh really? So, yeah. So, so I watched it. Man, it was going on for yeah, five years already. Yeah, and they probably run syndication, so you've probably seen like a lot of the old episodes and stuff. I was just curious. no, I I watched Rugrats before Dill showed up. Like way okay, yeah, before yeah. Dill showed up. Yeah, because I and know like, Dill was the first, like right before the first movie, or he was the first movie. 
Uh, he that is. Was, was that the first yes. the plot of the, the first movie? Yes. Was I don't remember born? the movies. Rugrats yeah. the movie. I did. Don't think I saw that in theaters. Yeah, I didn't either. Um, and then I know there's a Paris movie too. But. Yeah, Rugrats in Paris. I never saw that. And then when Rugrats went to all grown up, I I continued watching it. I saw a few episodes of that, but it just didn't have the same charm to it. So because you weren't their audience, dude. Tommy yeah, looked like yeah. a drug addict. The thing <laughs> is, is like we because for me, I was watching it as like. Oh, you were like the same age. I'm, yeah, I'm the same. Well, I'm a little bit younger because, like, well, well, I mean, but yeah, Chucky yeah. was three. No, no, no. But like, the thing was, is like with Rugrats all grown up, they were like in their teens, mm-hmm. as opposed to when when we're watching it as a kid. Like, I'm still like in elementary school. Oh, so oh, I see I'm not even saying. close. Okay. Um, but yeah, I always watched. I, I I loved watching Rugrats, and that was one of my Nicktoons. I always constantly kept watching. That was a pretty good one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, I, one of my favorite episodes of that one was the uh, it, so like I don't know what the title of the episode. I'm just gonna call it the box episode because it was the one where Stu buys Tommy like this big box, um, like basically it's a carnival set. Like you put together like a little roller coaster and and like carnival things or whatever. And so he's spending the entire episode trying to put this thing together. And uh, Tommy, Phil, Lil, and Chucky are all pretending like this box is basically different things. Tommy thinks it's a race car. Phil oh, yeah, and Lil yeah. think it's a and cave. They, they and they have a the whole little like short yeah, for them doing it. Each yeah, one's imagining. That. And then uh, Chucky, I think, thought it was a rocket ship. And then at, at the end of the episode, Drew comes over and he's like, oh, it looks like Stu gave up on putting together the thing. The kids must be so disappointed. And they walk in, <laughs> it's nothing but like box sports and stuff. And they're freaking out like, yeah, yeah. oh, this is so fun. you know. And he's like, yeah, like, they like the boxes way better than the toys. So we just got them a bunch of boxes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I think it's definitely like, I don't know. Like to me, a lot of like Nicktoons, like 90s kid shows mm-hmm. made you think a lot. And so like they didn't make it seem like you were an idiot. And and that's the other thing is like I was listening to a podcast uh, a little while ago that the at the time in like before the two thousands when they made a a show for like Cartoon Network or uh, they didn't think about Cartoon Network or any of the other networks they didn't think about like oh let's make an audience of like seven to six you know six to seven year olds and an audience of teenagers and an audience of like pre-k to first grade like they at, at the time they were just making cartoons yeah so yeah. like a lot of it was a little risque like yeah Ren there's Stimpy adult, there's or adult angry, humor yeah or angry there. beavers or cow and chicken it's like oh, all of those shows yeah, had that. really risque stuff um but they didn't like make kids seem like they were an idiot so it left yeah. you kind of thinking a little bit more and like there was something to maybe pull from it mm-hmm. um but yeah, that's why like nowadays it's like make a fart joke and there you go, and then we'll make two or three of those, and we'll call it a half an hour. Like that's about the comedy that they have with it. And then when I watched uh, like a current show like uh, Adventures of Gumball, is like Gumball actually has some funny parts in there that make you really think about like, oh man, if I was a kid, I probably wouldn't even understand what's happening right here. Yeah. But it's funny, and so it's like. Um, yeah. So anyway, yeah, Rugrats was definitely one of those. Like, do you remember uh, when Rugrats and the Wild Thornberries made a crossover oh, oh, yeah, called God. Rugrats Gone Wild? Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh my God, why? I <laughs> why, why the hell would you make a show that way? The movie that way? Anyway, I I couldn't stand the, the Thornberries, man. I couldn't I, stand Thornberries. I didn't like the art style. Yeah, no. it was it was just weird. I, I a lot of people love it though. Yeah. A lot of people love it though. All right. Anyway, well, back. To, go ahead. Well, I was just gonna say since, you, since you brought up uh, Ren and Stippy because oh, we're we, talking. Let's go about back Nicktoons. this way. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I don't mean to cut no, you no, off, no, but it's just yeah. just why I'm thinking about because Ren and Stippy was gonna be one of my other ones because okay. that was that was a Nicktoon that I gravitated towards. Like I watched Rugrats and I watched Doug, Ren and Stippy, Angry Beavers, Rocco. I watched like most of them up until I think Kablam was the last Nicktoon that I really stuck with, and then after that I kind of lo- like fell off because I was starting to get older. But uh, but Ren and Stippy, which to me Ren and Stippy's kind of like like SpongeBob's grandfather kind of thing, like because a lot of the animators from Ren and Stippy yes. went to SpongeBob, and and same with like the whole just style of comedy because SpongeBob is just like out there, you know. And I feel like Ren and Stippy in the '90s kind of helped pave the way for SpongeBob to be weird, you know, and more and people accepted it a little bit more, and that's why SpongeBob's so popular. But Ren and Stippy was way ahead of its time because they put that on on the air. And uh, the guy who created the show was like, yeah, I kept getting in trouble with like all like the Nickelodeon ex- 
execs because I wanted to say this joke or this joke or in this episode, Randy Stippy are gay. And they're like, no, you can't put that on a children's television network, you know? And so like, that's where the lost episodes come in. Cause he's got like six or seven lost episodes. When on, MTV on eventually yes. picked it up. Yes. And yeah. which so, well, is also owned under the same umbrella. Correct. As Nickelodeon. Yes. And, and so those lost episodes, a couple of those is are that telecon, uh, yeah, telecom or that something owns like Comedy that. Central, MTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nickelodeon, and Nickelodeon, and VH1's in that. VH1, I think, I think yeah. is another one. Yeah, which is funny that VH1 so, and MTV are owned by the same company. Yeah, yeah, when they, they were competitors, they love, and yeah, they, they love to do that kind yeah. of shit. Um, but uh, yeah, the Lost episodes, a couple of those are scripts from like way back in the day, and uh, and then they actually animated them for the MTV specials and stuff. Um, cause yeah, cause a couple of the lost episodes have like boobs in them. And then there's an episode where they're ga a gay couple living in some dude's mouth. It's really weird. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, it's, it's really strange, but, but you know, I just wanted to bring up Ren and Stippy because, um, that's one that I was, I, did I not loved watch as a child. I didn't watch, yeah. that one. I didn't watch yeah. Ren and Stippy cause I was a, I think it was taken off Nickelodeon faster than it was on. And then B, when it was it, brought back to MTV, I wasn't allowed to watch it. Yeah, it only ran for about five seasons because I have all all the seasons on DVD. So there you go. Yeah. So it was. Yeah, I think because Ren and Stippy because because it, it was Doug Rugrats Ren and Stippy in that order when they first started, and Ren and Stippy ran until like '95 basically because they all started on the same day. And um and then yeah, Rugrats was the longest running Nicktoon I think out of all of them. If, and then, well, now well, it's SpongeBob, Spongebob but yeah. prior to. Still yeah. a 90s cartoon, still yeah. surviving out there. Uh, what about you there, Ashton? What's another one? Oh, definitely my favorite cartoon um, all time is Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I remember right. watching that. Oh, that's, okay. Yes. It, oh, man. Such a great show. It was. So for those of you guys who um, never seen it, did not grow up with it. <laughs> I, <can't reach> it. <laughs> I didn't want to whistle in the microphone. Didn't want to peek it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it is 100% comedy. Like, that's basically what it is. And it's like 90s boy comedy. Yes. It's very oddly specific. But yes, yes I get yes. what you're saying. Uh, so it's them. So it's three guys uh, Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Yep. And they. Double D. Double D. Yeah, is, is <laughs> Ed. With their hair. Yeah. Situation going on. Uh, so. You know, three guys, and they're always getting into something ridiculous. Now, they have, so... Because they're trying to make money, right? Yeah. So trying to make a quarter to get some job yeah, breakers. Yeah, job breakers is essentially their ultimate goal. Okay, right? yeah, that's yeah. right. Until, that's right. like, in the later seasons when they end up going to, like, middle school. And yeah, they eventually go to school. Yeah. <laughs> eventually. They yeah. do. They, they eventually get, like, out of the summer, and they get thrown into school yeah but the summer is always better episodes in my opinion but because it was new. the first couple seasons yeah. yeah and they 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 lived on the cul-de-sac so it was like the whole like neighborhood kid you know go out and play you know with all your friends that lived in the neighborhood so they just go and do that and it would be super exaggerated like they made this elevator where they wanted to see if they could get to the moon and they just kept stacking shit and they ended up like well, no, Ed kept stacking it. Yeah, they Double D and Eddie eventually like gave up on something, and then but they kept see every so often. If you pay attention, you'll see Ed running in the background, yes. like ski just running from the side of the frame to the other side of the frame, and then eventually they're like, "You've been working on this all day," and then you're like, "Oh yeah, they've been." He's like, yes, I have, and so they take it and they go <laughs> ride all the way up to the top. And then it falls. <laughs> yep, yep. And it's like hundreds of stories up. Oh yeah, point. it's you know, it's, it's by the room. <laughs> yeah, and they like the whole like with the '90s cartoons like this one. Uh, they all like never die. They oh, they get yeah. in fatal accidents all the time. Well, the other thing cartoon, is they they so also they... knew they were in a in a TV show in a cartoon. Oh, it was like meta. Yeah. So. What's that kid's name who had the plank? I can't oh, remember. Oh, Johnny. Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the one. That's the character I remember the most from that show. Just because God, of that stupid weird fucking head. Yeah, just because of that stupid plank. Dude, Rolf became a meme like super just recently. Yeah. Quick. Um. So the funny thing about I, I actually watched a little like behind the scenes thing for Ed and Eddie. Oh, me too. And they uh they <laughs> actually didn't know that it was doing well because they were recording it all in Canada. Oh. And so it was okay. only syndicated down in America. Mm -hmm. And so when they were up in Canada, they're like. Uh, they were shocked when they got yeah. like another 
another season because they didn't know what was going on mm-hmm. and when they went vacation down there. But also, uh, Aaron Fitzgerald plays Naz, and for Persona fans, for Persona Four fans, Golden specifically, uh, she plays. Uh, oh my gosh! Now, now I'm blanking on it. But uh, she's in Persona Four, and uh, now I'm like, because now I'm on the spot, and I had it in my head, and now oh, I'm like, boy, oh boy, that's the worst. Um, Persona Four Golden. <laughs> there <laughs> um, we go. Oh my God, they're gonna give me the Japanese names. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck pronouncing those. Uh, nah, damn it. It's not. It's Aaron Fitzgerald is the. Uh... But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, I actually uh, ended up watching this. Um... I guess, yeah, it'd be like behind the scenes. It was kind of more like a documentary. Chie. Chie is her name. Oh, God damn it. I can't remember. I, I'm so mad that I didn't remember that. Um, there's this uh, documentary. I think I watched it on YouTube uh, about the show. And it was um, uh, just kind of like depict, you know, showing their whole situation. Like how you said, they they didn't know that it was doing well at all. And they would um, just kind of walk everybody through uh, a day in life at the studio when they were recording and um it was like really interesting it was like an hour long and uh you get to hear some of them like some of their lines and like they go back and forth uh with some of their dialogue uh just to kind of show everybody like how it is uh i thought it was pretty interesting and it really got me back into Mm -hmm. wanting to go find it i still don't know where i can watch it again but what that video no, just uh, Ed and Eddie. Ed, Ed and Eddie. Yeah, yeah. You probably just have to go and buy the DVDs. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, Ed and Eddie was definitely a big show for me too, because I lived in a cul-de-sac in Idaho. Yep. And too. so it was just like, it just reminded me of that, and it just had Hit that close to home. Yeah, literally, because like as it was on, I was in a cul-de-sac, so I just played with the neighbor kids. I was like, oh man, we it could was do super that. Relatable. So that yeah. I can go outside and play and make my own stories, my own wacky stuff. Uh, I will say I, I, it really made me want a jawbreaker. And yeah. then when I eventually got a jawbreaker, I was like, these things suck. <laughs> yes. They are terrible. They're too big. And they oh, shouldn't so you're exist. Talk, you're talking about like the standard circus jawbreaker. The, the one that's the one. size of a baseball? Yeah, yeah. yeah no. I mean, why, would, why would you go any lower than that? I have oh, I a did, stopper. Well, I mean, that's yeah, it's, yeah, sort of a jawbreaker. But that's the, like a, yeah, that's a watered That's down. not a traditional. No, it's not what Ed and Eddie but had. But they do have smaller versions. They of do them have too. smaller versions, no, which was what I was getting to. One. I did eventually <laughs> you know, buy smaller versions. One. Yeah. <laughs> they just take fucking forever to eat and they get powder all over your yeah, face. Yeah, they hurt your tongue. Did you guys ever see that fucking episode where Kevin had, like, it was an insane, like, uh, room in his house, like his dad was. Oh rich yeah, or something. Was, he, yeah, because his no, job his dad, <laughs> his dad worked for the Jawbreaker oh, okay. factory. Yeah, oh, so he had him in like every country. Yeah, and, oh, wow. they were all different colors because they were from like Japan and Taiwan. Like, and you're like, yeah, it's like white and red for Japan. <laughs> yeah, it's like whatever. whatever. This. <laughs> yeah, dude. And I was just like, whoa, a Russian Jawbreaker. It's like, Jesus. oh my gosh. Yeah, man. Um. Yeah. And girls had, Then they had the. Uh, the Kanker sisters? Yes. Yeah. The, uh, the girls that liked Ed and Eddie. The, the, the teenagers. Yeah, oh, the uh, trailer park girls. Yeah, they were they were trashy. Yeah. <laughs> real real bad. They really wanted Ed and Eddie. They did, they did. Uh, they I remember the one episode. Times. The one episode I remember is the uh, when the Kanker sisters uh, found Ed and Eddie. Uh, like, oh, it was the first episode. It's the first episode of the Kanker si- sisters show up. They essentially kidnap Edna and Eddie and then tie and then give them all of their dad's robes, oh, which is weird because yes. you're like in your mind, you're like, they're they're sisters and they have three dads. And then you're like trying to do math in your head and you're like, how does this wall work out? Um, and mom? I, I don't know, <laughs> but uh, they gave all of the, they, <laughs> yeah, are they related? I don't know, but they, uh, yeah, the Kanker sisters give Ed and Eddie each different robes and then they make mac and cheese for them, <laughs> but it makes this like really weird sound, which is oddly like makes you want mac and cheese. Like when you're like, when you, when they get it yeah and they, I don't know, it's just weird. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I'm trying to think of some shows I watched as a, as a kid. Here. Well, so 
we didn't necessarily specify that we had to watch them as a kid, right? No, I mean, there's a kid show. Okay, because there's a kid show that was on a few years ago that I'm very fond of, known as Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That show is awesome, and I will never not like it because it's so cool. It's such a great concept, first of all, the idea that as a kid, you have an imaginary friend, and, and most kids do. And and then as you grow older, you forget about your imaginary friend. But what happens to your imaginary friend when you forget about them? Well, in this universe, they go to a foster home to be adopted by other kids who need imaginary friends. Mm-hmm. And it's it's just such a cool concept. And the, the imaginary friends that they come up with in the show are really awesome. Of course, Blue... Blue. Uh, yeah, what was it? Blue Kazoo or something like that. I can't remember yeah, his full yeah. name. But Blue K Kazoo, I think his name his name was and Blue Ricard. Blue Ricard. Yeah, Kazoo. that's what it was. Yeah. Okay, I I couldn't re- quite remember it, but uh, yeah. So he's like the main character along with um with his like little boy or whatever. And what's the what's the boy's name? Uh, Max, right? Yes. Yeah, and so Max basically has to make a deal with his mom because his mom thinks he's getting too old, so he has to send Blue to this foster home. But the Madam Foster, who's the one in charge, she makes him a deal. If you come and visit him every day, he can stay here without getting adopted. And so he's like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll do that. So every day Max goes to visit Blue and then just shenanigans ensue. And my absolute favorite episode is the one with uh, Imagination Man and his like evil... I I think... I forget what her name was, but it's like this evil lady. And essentially they're in this like forever... Uh, locked battle, you know, it's like superhero versus supervillain, right? And mm-hmm. the way she like, has the upper hand on him is she shoots like cute things at him, like roses and hearts and things. And he's like, ah, it's too cute, you know? And he's like freaking out because he's like, I'm too manly for this. And, and it turns out that like the kids who had imagined them were a brother and sister pair because it turns out that in the end, Imagination Man and the other girl are brother and sister. But in, in turn, what happens is uh, Max becomes Imagination Man's uh, like sidekick, and then uh, Blue, getting jealous, basically turns into like a Darth Vader-esque character, and he wears this like um, chess knight's mask, and he's got this cape <laughs> that's like 400 feet long because it's a dining room table cloth or something like that. And so every time he runs around the house, the cape's just dragging behind him <laughs> with all the, like, the plates and the food and all that stuff. And I think even Eduardo, had, who is another monster in the house, he had it tied around his neck, so he's being dragged behind with him <laughs> the entire time. It's it's just a really weird episode. And then at one point, um, Max finds out, you know, because he's like, I'm your father. And he's like, no, you're not. And he's like, okay, I'm not your father, but I was your friend. <laughs> you know, yeah. he takes off his mask or whatever, but... But yeah, it's a really good episode, and I just I really enjoyed that show. It was just really was funny, yeah. yeah, just kind of a unique a unique idea that you don't see very often. That yeah, it was pretty just, fresh. Yeah, so. and all the characters were great. I never really got annoyed by any of the characters. I always thought they all had their like really good traits, and and they all had really great backstories. The backstory for Will, who's like this one armed, really tall basketball player type monster and he's missing an arm and one of his eyes is all jacked up and like the backstory for him is just really sad they gave him know? his own movie for that yeah and it, it yeah will hunting yeah and it was like it's like dude wow like that's really deep for a children's tv show you mm-hmm. know like the idea of coming to terms with getting older and letting go and all these kind of just big concepts for like a little kid to understand you know and they they handle it very well you know and even the idea of adoption you know just you don't really see anything on tv about that even and granted it's an imaginary friend it's you know it's still the idea of like being able to adopt someone or whatever you know yeah i I mean the thing is is like you you were mentioning that uh you watched it not as a kid uh that's still a kid show for us because we definitely watched it oh yeah because i I watched that i was was still in elementary school school. years old yeah i was (laughs) definitely in elementary school when fosters was going on and then eventually it did end um but yeah um yeah like another show that i watched i I was trying to think of like shows that i watched and then maybe some shows that were like obscure um one show would be on toon disney there was a hercules show i don't know if you ever no like hercules the cartoon like based off the the animated show oh okay yeah i remember that yeah it was before he was like the hero hero they just yeah it was like his college years yeah when um, he's still in the white yeah like costume or whatever they, and he walks so for toe. some <laughs> weird fucking reason disney decided hey 
let's take all of the popular movies that just came out from the 90s and the early oh, 2000s yeah. and then make spinoffs of them yeah. in a TV show. So they did this multiple times. They did this with Hercules oh, yeah. was one of the first, if not was the first, they did the spinoff one. And then they took that idea after Hercules was over and then they were like, Let's just put this on Disney Channel, but with a newer show. And then they made Emperor's New School, which was oh. which was based on Emperor's New Groove, yeah. which is not bad. Um, and then because it was it was just modern Cusco going back into school, like he, it wasn't like a flashback. It was just adding on to Emperor's New Groove. And then with um, uh, eventually they they kind of still kept the spin-off thing going and they did uh Lilo and Stitch. Don't uh, forget about Aladdin. They they did do an Aladdin show, didn't yeah, they? That was yeah, on Toon Disney though. The third movie was like essentially the intro into the yeah. TV show and then the TV Aladdin show four picked Jafar up, goes and gets new glasses. Yeah, it's like <laughs> it picked up right after the T V show. Yeah. Um yeah, so the they, they kept doing these spinoffs, and some of them were good, some of them were not so good. Uh, Lilo and Stitch, I definitely watched that on on Disney Channel uh, because every episode they would introduce it was a great concept. They were like, "There's six hundred, there's six hundred and twenty six experiments, so let's just keep making an episode." And every single episode, we're gonna introduce a new brother or sister to Stitch, and I was like, "That's genius!" And then they're like. Oh yeah, actually there was experiment 627 and then they made Leroy and then they made all these different weird spin-offs of like cuz they kept making movies off of Lilo and Stitch and I was like, "Okay, okay, we got too many." And then I stopped watching, but they uh it was kind of cool when they were they were just kind of adding to that. Um even though they were just, you know, stealing views from Nickelodeon and Cartoon Network at the time, which was it was really interesting for the early 2000s for those networks because I think they really were at their beginning peak, and I don't think any of them have tried to go back to where they were. Nickelodeon is nowhere oh, near no. where Nickelodeon was. Yeah, um, 90s Nickelodeon is top notch. 90s Nickelodeon is probably the peak for Nickelodeon mm-hmm. just because been around since like the late 70s well it's because they just don't have what they had in the 90s and i don't think they can get away with much stuff that they can that could have gotten away like angry beavers you can't name a tv show angry beavers (laughs) like it's just it's just funny and how they could do it cow and chicken it's about two adults that have two human people that have a daughter that it's a cow and a son that's a chicken and they have a they have like a satan devil like as a boss that pops in here and there and then powerpuff girls on cartoon network they tried to reboot back but it's like dude you can't capture what you had in the 90s with powerpuff girls because they were introducing concepts that were like way too ahead of its time uh of like you had a monkey with a brain like that it was visible that you could mm-hmm. see so there's a little bit of like uh, some mojo jojo yeah mojo jojo and then you had him which was like this transgender satan crab oh, person oh yeah and you're uh you had miss Be- bloss no miss bellum Miss Bellum, who Something you like didn't that, yeah. see her face, but she was the assistant to the mayor, and she's just this smoking hot girl that is the assistant to the mayor that never like has oh. a vacation, and so yeah, and then they took her off. They took her off well, the that, show. That just reminded me of something. Yeah, they took her off the show of the new season of the like the reboot because she was too much, and then they just kind of can't. Could they just couldn't get it back again? So there's like. This, there's things about those cartoons that happened during those 90s peak in the early 2000s that I, I don't think that really continued the like, oh, let's have something that's like meaningful and thinking because now Disney Channel doesn't even really have cartoons and it really sucks because like the only cartoon you can see of of Disney Channel is like tuned or what is they what do they call it Disney Junior which is the thing they show for like in the early morning so they like mm-hmm. little kids can watch and then after that after like the afternoon time you have live action like it's all well, they're trying to recreate Hannah Montana and Sweet yeah. Life of Zack and Cody so they have all these different like weird live action shows going on Cartoon Network tried doing live action for whatever fucking reason because it's not in their name or anything so it's like they they left that and then Nickelodeon just has not been able to pick up where they were and especially like do you remember how freaking stoked 
the 90s, early 2000s Nickelodeon was. Oh, they wow. had the Nick Hotel. They had like a Snick. whole. They had Snick. They had oh, all of yeah. these. They had all that. So they could even Nick do. At night. But Nick the thing night, was, is yeah, but dude, Nick at night Nick was at night all the time. But the thing is, is like they they tried doing all of these. Really, they, they Nickelodeon probably was winning the '90s just based oh, on for sure based on the fact they had that their they own were hotel. Well, that's what I was saying. Oh, right. I oh, just yeah, yeah. Sorry, <laughs> yeah they, they they had their own hotel. They had Nick I at forgot. night. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, I don't well, know they had their own so studio even. Yeah, too, exactly. Like, that in w- Florida, and they had the <laughs> the slime. Was the hotel at the studio? No, it was a little bit oh, farther away. But oh, they don't okay. have it anymore. It's now like the yeah, Nick. Yeah, Nick, all that's defunct. Uh, the Nick Hotel is now like a Hilton, and like the Blue Man Group now have the Nickelodeon studio. So it's it's just really weird on why. It well, just didn't happen. They, they, I, I don't know. I guess the audience really, like, kids don't want to watch TV anymore. Part they of the watch problem YouTube. is the internet. Yeah, it is. You yeah. know, because, like, Saturday morning cartoons don't exist anymore. After the internet and Netflix and on-demand services became a thing, kids can watch cartoons anytime they want. So Saturday morning cartoons, they fell by the wayside, you know? There's no money in it for the networks. Yeah, it, it it's just it's kind of sad because like you can definitely see the lack of quality mm-hmm. of these companies that are trying to do it. Uh, you know, the only thing I can see that are animation styles that are risky and are still pulling in an audience is Adult Swim on Cartoon Network. And mm-hmm. the thing is, is like that's not a kids' network anymore. Yeah. Like as soon as Adult Swim happens, it's it's over. I remember when Adult Swim premiered, and it was like. It was so crazy that Cartoon Network was becoming mature. They're going to do a mature shows. They're going to bring in like a whole bunch of different stuff. And then all of a sudden, like people started talking about it and Robot Chicken became a thing. And like around oh, the early era of, of, of Adult yeah, Swim. Sea Lab 2021. Yeah. There the, was uh, Squid uh, Billies. Squid Billies was Squid on there. Billies. Um, God, what's another one? Aqua Team, wasn't it? Aqua Team. Yeah, yeah. yeah they that were one of the first. One. Yeah, so it's like they it was original content and because Adult Swim has never really lost that, they've gotten Rick and Morty. They've gotten like all of these isn't Eric Andre on Adult Swim? Yeah. Yep. So it's like they've had all of these crazy shows that are that are just out there, but they somehow find their audience. And I think it's because we live in such a day and age that cartoons can't do that anymore. They can't try to do something weird and like get out there like like I said, Cartoon Network seems to be the only one that I see that tries to take those leaps because, uh, you know, they got Gumball, they got Adventure Time, and they got all these other crazy shows. I mean, Adventure Time's over, but, and Gumball, I think, is like very rare now because uh, now they really show Teen Titans Go, which is not great. Um, but you look at Nickelodeon, it's like, can you name a Nickelodeon show that's currently on other than SpongeBob? Like, I'm sure there are plenty of them, but I can't even think of one. And then, like, Disney Channel. I haven't watched Disney Channel in probably, like, five years. And that's saying something because I'm a Disney fan. And so, like, when I look at it is, like, when when I go down to Disneyland, they have it on TV because they if you stay in a Disney hotel, it's just literally just all Disney channels, like ABC, ESPN, like all these other. So when you watch it, it's all these formulated like shows of where let's get two guys uh, and one girl and we're going to make them like friends and they're going to do like wacky antics or let's. But now it's the modern era, so we can't have two guys. We have to have two girls, one guy, and then we're going to have them do wacky antics because that's exactly that. They followed this formula so close that you can even track it back. Hannah Montana, two girls, one guy. That's so Raven. Two girls, one guy, and then Sweet Life of Zach and Cody. You had two guys, one, and then one main girl was like Drake Ashley and Josh. Also. Well, that's Drake and Josh, yeah, Drake but and still. Josh is, but that's the oh, thing is like yeah, Drake I like and that show a lot. <laughs> the thing about Nickelodeon though is that was still the early two thousands for them, mm-hmm. and they were falling off of Amanda Show, and so yeah. it's like Drake and Josh are from Amanda Which Show. Came off of all that, yeah. Well, and all that w- had spinoffs of their own when yeah, they had Good Burger. Th- and well, Keenan and Kel came and off. Keenan, yeah, Keenan and Kel. Yeah. So it's like. They were able to juggle all of this stuff. I don't know where the hell, who the hell dropped the balls on all three of these platforms. But apparently it's still enough for them to get views. Yeah, I think the last good show I watched on Nickelodeon was iCarly. 
iCarly was good. I remember that show. Yeah, yeah. which what came up like that. Well, that was a spinoff of Drinking Josh. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> but even though it was, Te- I guess technically not. Yeah. No. Like yeah. it's just the same girl. Same yeah. 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 Miranda Cosgrove. Yeah. But essentially, yeah, she just you know. Yeah, went on and did her thing. It's more or less. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It's just it's just insane that a lot of these shows just kept doing it, and then I guess like the only thing I see Disney doing well is is Disney XD, where they like totally go out and make. Oh, we're gonna do a show with like Marvel characters. We're gonna have like a, an, an animated Spider-Man show. We're gonna do a Star Wars series, like, and we're gonna bring uh, a show called Rebels to the action. Everyone loved it. Um, Attack of the Clone or the Clone Wars when it was on Cartoon Network. We got to bring that back. So they're like able to take those risks on Disney XD, but it's not a major channel, so you got to pay to get that channel. So I don't know. It's just it's just interesting. I don't know. Maybe that's just my opinion, but I think that definitely the quality has gone down <laughs> yeah yeah ten- that's because attention spans have gone down and like kids don't sit still nowadays you know they don't really want to sit there and like sit at a channel at a tv and just watch tv you know like more everybody has like ipads and phones and yeah stuff, so it's toddlers more, have i have their own yeah. ipads so it's yeah all i think that's i think that's cartoon- too messed up like, yeah a lot of cartoons are shorter because back in you know the late 90s early 2000 cartoons were like you know Obviously, with commercials and stuff, like give or take, they'd be about 22 minutes an episode. Yeah. Whereas most cartoons now are shorter. They're all about 10 to 15 minutes, save for your major cartoons. But even then, they're still segmented into two segments most of the time. Well, I mean, like you can look back at uh, at Rugrats yeah, and like Courage Cowardly Dog. Those were two different shows. Like they'd have two different episodes in one, yeah. in one thing. Yeah, yeah. But, or, you know. Or you had... Uh, the do you remember Grim Adventures of Billy Man? Yes. Yeah. Do you remember that that was not even what that show was gonna be? It was the Grim Adventures of Evil Con Carne. Uh, yeah. Do you remember that? I it, don't. It was about a brain, and he was inside a bear, and like he was an evil ruler, an evil genius dictator, and they put the brain from the genius dictator into a into a bear, hmm. and that was the show, and so. Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy were a part of that. They were a part of the half show because it was the same animators, and they were trying to see which one was better, like which ones the kids like more. Obviously, Billy and Mandy won because they continued and making it. Aren't they in the same universe as Fairly Odd Parents? Uh, maybe the same animators, but they were on different networks. That was a good show. Oh, too. okay, because I thought they did a crossover episode. No, Billy point. and Mandy went over. No, a crossover episode happened with Jimmy Neutron. Oh, that's what it was. Okay, yeah, they had I, the I Fairly they... Odd. Yeah, because I knew there was a crossover with with one of those guys. Yeah, that. But those. even then, those weren't the same animators. They were the same network. Actually, a yeah. good movie, by the way. The Jimmy Neutron failure. Yeah, passing. I did like it. See, that's the other thing. Jimmy Neutron, that was a movie, was not a cartoon. Became a cartoon after the movie did so well. Yeah, I remember when Jimmy Neutron came out. Yeah. it wasn't bad. No, I I remember everyone I loved just, it. I don't. I didn't watch it a lot, but I remember the episodes I saw were pretty funny. I definitely watched uh, Jimmy Neutron, and then I watched Fairly Odd Parents. Um. Okay, so we're talking a lot about cartoons. What about game shows? Does anybody remember Double Dare? Or uh, I watched Legends of the Hidden Temple, and I was going to say Legends of the Hidden Temple. Yeah. That was the other one. But Legends I did not watch that live. Temple. I watched that. I watched that when like, I was like when it was in syndication. Yeah, I assume. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I remember watching that when it came out. That was on the Kirk Nickelodeon Fogg. studio. Yeah, yeah. That was that was shot there. The Blue Barracudas. The they did bring blue. back uh, Double Dare. Yeah, yeah, and I haven't seen any of the new. I don't know who hosts that though. It's uh, a. Vine I think Mark star. Summers came back. I thought. No, I think it's a. I think it's a Vine person. Oh, okay. Yeah, I thought Mark Double Summers Dare. came back because I remember him hosting Double Dare, and then. Uh, trying they, to, I'm trying to think of some other kids like, like game shows that used to be on. I don't. I don't really remember anymore. Other. Than oh, those two. it's Liza. I don't know if you know who she is. No. Uh, yeah, she's she's a. She's a YouTuber, Viner person. Mm. Uh, but yeah, no, it. I I think that there should be some game show stuff. That it was pretty cool. Yeah, they I'm did try, try to do. They did more. try to do Hole in the Wall on Cartoon Network. I just think that was on the wrong network. I don't even know what that is. Hole in the wall. Yeah. You literally just fit in the hole. Oh That's yeah, literally the one where all it's it like is. weird. It's like weird poses, and yes. you got to like go through. That's right. Did you ever watch? Um, oh God. Uh, Silent Library. That was on MTV. Oh yeah, that yeah. was funny. Uh, God, there's another show that's kind of like Silent Library. I've got to find it though. I will. It. 
okay, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna describe it to you. It was like a Japanese uh game show, but they they showed it on Comedy Central for whatever reason, and they would <laughs> they had like comedians as the dub people i don't know if this was actually what was being said but what they were saying as so like someone would be like they'd give them like a funky name even though that's not even their Wait, name are you talking about mxc is that what it is hold on go ahead vic Keep... romano and kenny blankenship MXC. and and they had uh most most extreme challenge most extreme elimination challenge yes this is it yeah it's still going what i think 2003 they... continuing I think I think they, well, I think it's still going in. Well, no, because it's based off of Takeshi's Castle, which was like in the eighties in Japan. Yes, yes. And so they're they're I, just doing like I don't like, know if they're making new episodes. They're just now, doing kung fu, but, enter the fist type style, right? That's not more or actually less, yeah, what they, they're saying. Yeah, they just had people like just talking over, making nonsense stuff. Because yeah, because there was Guy Ladouche who was the uh, the <laughs> the announcer guy or whatever, and then um, yeah, because that was on Kenny Sp- and Vic. Yeah, that was on Spike TV. Yeah, <laughs> that was on I, Spike. Yeah. Oh, yeah, wow. I remember watching that because they had three or four seasons. I have all the seasons on DVD. I love that show. My favorite episode was the, um, what was it? Censorship versus the porn industry. It's the best. Oh, episode. yeah, that's right. Because everyone would have a team. Yep. And yep. so they would name them all like after porn stars, like made up porn stars. Yeah, yeah. And then the other one was all yeah. this. All these like here comes business. John Cockburn. Yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. Like they would like just that. have these like yeah, all these weird. Oh, and God. and it, dude, people would bite it so hard on those <laughs> on those stunts, dude. I, I totally remember this. Right, you are Ken. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, because because uh, what was it? Kenny Kenny was like the weird one. He always talked about the girls, and he was super perverted. And yeah. You'd be like, yeah, I want to I want to see her like her void or whatever, and he'd be like he'd be like Kenny. We're on a t- kids TV show, you know. Oh, but it God. seriously was not supposed to be watched by kids. I don't. No, think no, no, no. My my dad showed me so many things that I probably should not have seen. I watched South Park when I was like five. See, my parents wouldn't let me watch. Yeah, that. no, he yeah, I wasn't be- allowed. because my dad was. Uh, he was like one of the big advocators for South Park. Like he 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 went watched the TV show. He had the VHS tapes. Mm. Like and then when the movie came out, he did a. This is a, here's here's the thing. I don't know if my dad wants me to show this, but I'm gonna tell it anyway. He he took my mom and his best friend and his wife to go see South Park, bigger, larger, and uncut. Them two, the wives have never seen South Park. Oh, they probably walked no. out. They were so mad. They got up and left. I knew it. I absolutely and, knew it. And uh in my dad <laughs> I think they left and then they came back later to watch the movie by themselves. <laughs> but it, it was so awesome that the yeah, so South Park's bigger, larger than I I have always known South Park. I have known that it has existed uh, and it has been rel- relatively available to me. Uh, I just never, I just never watched it until I was a little older. Yeah, because I think it was. I think my dad's idea of it was like, if you don't here, it exists. It exists. If you don't watch it, that's your thing. This is bad. Don't do that. Yeah. But it's also funny, and you know, you should be able to laugh at things. And so that was kind of like I think his idea of things. I have a sense of humor, you know. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I watched like Austin Powers when I was like, oh, six. oh yeah, yeah. It's like I should not have been watching. That. <laughs> I had I had the same experience that you had with South Park, but with Beavis and Butthead, because like I technically w- my mom didn't want me to watch it, but I stayed up and watched it anyway. And yeah. and oh my god, I love that show. But then I gravitated towards South Park later on in life, and my parents wouldn't let me watch that either. But I didn't I didn't like sneak watch that one like I did Beavis and Butthead. Dude, Mike Judge is a fucking genius. Oh yeah, dude, I love I love his the King of the Hill too. Is King of the Hill is amazing. And I never not, watched it. not everybody likes it movies. Though. I I love I, it. Yeah. I felt like that was just too redneck for me. Yeah, it. it I lived in Idaho, Ashton. It, you, you you don't know who I knew. <laughs> it starts out pretty tough. The first season's kind of. My dad's kinda, from Kansas. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but you don't. You didn't live in Kansas. No, I didn't live. See, in Kansas, that's different. <laughs> but I have family. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because like that, the first season's really tough to like chew through. But after it gets going and the characters kind of become established, after that, it gets really funny in like yeah. the latter Fucking seasons. Dickhead neighbor. Yeah. I just never so. could have. You never got into it. it is, I think it's the animation style. Yeah. I really. I eventually yeah. got into The Simpsons. But that took a while. Oh yeah. And then I eventually, the I I kind of fell off The Simpsons. I, I watched that Simpsons. weekly though. 
I watched. Oh, yeah, I watched that yeah. new episodes of Simpsons. I, I watched that. Yeah, because I remember Malcolm watching, in the Middle and the Simpsons, oh, no, and then Malcolm in the Middle. I see, totally forgot. See about what that. I did? This is this is literally this is literally my Thursday nights when I was in uh, like late elementary school, early middle school. I got home. I watched uh, Malcolm in the Middle. Malcolm in the Middle leaded into the Simpsons. The Simpsons leaded into SmackDown. Oh, okay. Yeah, but they were all like. Smack, wait, was SmackDown on Fox at that point, or was it? It was on, on UPN 11. UPN, okay, that's yeah. what I thought. I was thinking it was on a different channel. Yeah, UPN 11, um, boy. Yeah, wow. I forgot all about Malcolm. Oh, I'm sorry. No, show. Q13 Fox. It was, it was on, no, it was on UPN, because I remember yeah, when they changed it. that's when they it. started, right? Yeah, UPN 11 was, yes. Because that okay. was before the CW was a thing. Yes. it was UPN Yeah, and the they WB, eventually changed it, yeah. And then they merged those two channels yeah. together. The CW. Um, a few honorable mentions for me. Um, yeah, we're, we're almost over time here. Yeah, because I was going to say, uh, nobody brought it up, but I know we've talked about it before, Pokemon. I was going to mention Pokemon, yep. but yeah. I didn't think we could, I thought we already mentioned it. Yeah, yeah. that one we would have talked about yeah. forever. Um, SWAT Cats was one that I really liked as Never a kid. Never watched that. Oh, so awesome. And then uh, there was uh, Are You Afraid of the Dark on Nickelodeon as okay. well. Okay. Any rapid fire ones? Cat Dog. Cat Dog was good. Oh, yeah. Cat Dog. <laughs> Tom Kenny again. Tom, that's another Tom Kenny show. That's uh, Voices, SpongeBob. Oh, gotcha. Okay. And he was also in Power Rocco's Modern Life was another Rocco one that was I loved. Another um, uh, Chalk Zone was a good one. Uh, Johnny Bravo. Oh, Chowder. Loved. Chowder. I was... Mm. Uh, Jameson wasn't allowed to watch Chowder. Uh, <laughs> I love Chowder. so good. Uh, yeah, so that's about it. I think that's that's enough good ones. Yeah, I think we're good. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you guys so much for wa- uh, li- watching on YouTube. If yes. you watch the video version of this, you can also listen to the audio version over on iTunes and Podbean. If you have an Android, download Podbean and uh, listen to this show. If you have uh, if you have an iPhone, your Apple listener, uh, go and just... just open up podcasts and download this uh links in the description below for all of primal target social media if you want to follow all of us uh then just go to ryan ae more on all social media for me josh where are you at uh oh you can find me at bone your rope instagram twitter youtube okay and twitter ashton underscore stom okay there you go ladies and gentlemen comment section is open to you what is your favorite uh tv shows as you watched as a kid and uh we'll see you guys in the next episode good night laters Bye. Oh, yeah.